I'm Roxy. And I'm Nick. And this is the Pub Trotters podcast, a hopefully monthly podcast where we talk about the bizarre and brilliant world of beer and the strange venues that serve it. We are not beer or pub writers or experts. A year ago we put together a group of friends who enjoy hanging out together, trying new things in the beer pub world called Pub Trotters. We meet up once a month and we thought it might be fun to talk about it and share our stories and experiences. And today we're joined by fellow pub trotters Niall and Sonia. Hello. Hello. And we're here today in Peckham at Brew by Numbers. Yeah. I don't know what this accent's about. Uh, me neither. <laughs> well, do we want to talk about accents? <laughs> I know, we've got quite, 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 quite a diverse accent kind of soundboard today, don't we? We do. And a shout out to Nick, who's at a stag do currently. You told me he was playing Mario Kart on a massive cinema screen. He is indeed. He. That sounds amazing. Oh, Mario Kart. It's got to be the, one of the best video games. Yes. Well, I was more Crash Team Racing, PlayStation myself. But, oh, yeah. PlayStation you can get in the sea. I was Sega Mega Drive. Then, oh, what do you call it? Oh, I like the Wii, didn't I? I don't oh, know. Yeah. What do you think of the bar? Fruit by Numbers is lovely. It's great. We're under a well. Uh, where are we? Well, we're under the railway. Under aren't we? Peckham Rye Railway. Yeah, it's fantastic. And I think that will explain the low rumbles of tra- passing trains <laughs> when they get picked up on the broadcast. Although, given the weather, some suggested that it was in a train. <laughs> it was uh, a, bit of, a bit of thunder, sorry for that bit of stupidity there. Yeah, but five minutes of thunder. We were absolutely <laughs> drenched, so we look great right now. The laptop only just survived, so we're lucky to be recording could, today. Could have been life. Could have been any. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia made it. Yeah, so, Sonia came I in. Cycled like, year. I cycled like here. I'm like a rain. Like, it's just drenched all the way down her back. It's, I, didn't, I don't like laughing at people's misfortune, but it was quite funny. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sure you'll try off. It'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> so we're on uh, episode seven. 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 Already. Seven. seven. It's and happening. Finally, maybe as a guest. I think, and you've made it as a guest. Are you going to do something special for episode ten? Oh, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. Anniversary kind of. Deal. Oh, we should. Let's do something special. Yeah. Maybe we'll yeah. try and find an event that we can join. That would be really great. Um, so, now what have you been up to this month? Me. Um, so I haven't been doing all that much. I. So I used to do a bit of distance running and I've tried to bring that back in. So I signed up for two 10Ks this month. Oh, wow. And it's meant that I've had to kind of take off the booze a little bit. And get a new run on. Yeah, but it, it just means that instead of going to pubs, I just buy crates and put them in my fridge and drink them more <laughs> You're doing the same thing. Yeah, the same yeah. And then, and then, yeah, last week I did the, the Shoreditch 10K and um, the medal that you got at the end gave you 50% off uh, the draft house at bars, oh, nice. um, including drink and food. Whoop, whoop, whoop. The poor fellas who were serving us obviously weren't told about it, and there was <laughs> one, there was one guy on, nice. and like had the entire like <laughs> half of the race just like descended on this pub. I know it was awful. I felt so bad for him, and we were. He was like, "Oh, guys, it's going to take like it's going to take a bit of time." And I was like, "Oh no, 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 you it's take right, you, you take your up. time." Yeah. Shout out to that person. Yeah, I know. He was, yeah, I know. It, I mean, I know there's like a million draft houses. Which in, one was it? Um, so do you know the old fountain in uh, in Shoreditch? No. I don't. Do you know it's not? No, no, I don't. Really. I don't know the area very well. So it's it's by Old Street Station in this really big new development that's mm. like you know got an honest burger on it and all this kind of stuff. But oh, lovely. That place does good food as well, and uh, the staff were resilient. I think it's the best way. <laughs> <laughs> go team, go team. Well, one person, go yeah. one man team. <laughs> yep, there we go. <laughs> 
So Sonia, what have you been up to? Anything? Yeah, I've been, I've been up to quite a lot in the last month, to be honest. Uh, I was in Milan last weekend, Ooh, uh, which is really lovely. It's my hometown, and the weather was great. And I had quite a few friends to catch up with. Went for some nice food and wine, and obviously I went exploring the beer scene in Milan, Ooh. which is growing. Uh, but I'll talk more about that when we talk about news and oh, yeah. beer and more. Other than that, I've been out quite a bit in Peckham actually, as oh. we're talking about Peckham, and tried some really nice restaurants. Uh, I went to Peckham Bazaar last night oh, and I've I was never been. positively surprised. It was really lovely food, nice wines, so really, really nice. Yeah, what so was I your want... top dish? Um, I think the octopus. It was a really nice, kind of like mm. smoky octopus. I loved it. Ooh. I'm such a child, I can't do like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do invertebrates. <laughs> to be fair, I think you have got the wrong audience as a vegetarian. I know. Well, but I apologise. I'm so happy that you found a dish that you really love. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> And I also had a couple of weddings uh, Ooh, last month. Yeah, two oh, yeah, friends right. getting married one week um, from each other. Oh, wow. Um, Do they know each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Common friends. So they're kind of like just really what? screwing it to everybody then? Oh, was organizing? it rivalry? No, but it was really nice. Pride wars. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Not at all. And it was really nice because both of them had a kind of like craft weddings. Oh. So uh, in uh, one in their own garden and mm. the other one in the garden of the parents of the groom. <laughs> Oh, lovely. Um, and they were really nice. And one of them, uh, one of the weddings, uh, was on the same weekend as Glastonbury because they actually decided on the date when they couldn't get the tickets to get oh, to Glastonbury. Oh, I see. That. So, what so can it we do? was all Glastonbury <laughs> themed. Oh, um, we had bands playing. It was really, really cool. Was everyone in wellies? No, but was it, there was the Saturday when it was like 30 degrees. Oh, okay, yeah. It was enough. really, really hot. Oh, I like that glassy themed wedding. Yeah, I know. I've heard of that before. My friends have done like a festival theme where they actually got people to bring their tents down and like, no, this was in County Down in, in Ireland. So the weather, I imagine, wasn't quite as nice as Milan. No, no, that wasn't in Milan. It was in Croydon. Oh, in Croydon. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I, I, well, I'm sure it was better in Croydon as well. But like, like they and it enabled them to like invite so many people to different parts of the wedding even yeah. if like you know they didn't want to do like everybody coming to the dinner but basically what it meant was that they ranked their friends <laughs> yeah yeah Fiona Cole I haven't forgiven you <laughs> <laughs> I've had such a busy month you know I what was I doing 2000 Trees Festival Ooh. so in the last uh, podcast I was chatting about Mafrock so 2000 yeah. Trees is yeah, not yeah, so yeah. Mafrock please don't talk about Mafrock again <laughs> Oh, but, 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 no. It's not a music podcast. 2000 Trees wasn't math rock. It was more like your generic, like, generic, no, pop punk thing. It's organised by the same guys who organise um, the, yeah, yeah. the other festival you were talking about. Um, but yeah, no, I had a really nice time. Mm. Uh, this is controversial on a Why? beer podcast. No, I think it's all but right. You don't know what I'm going to say. It's being a bit of a censor there, so I apologise. I, I drank cider. <gasps> wow. What? Box cider. Why? <laughs> Why? It was available. It, it was it was flat cider and <laughs> it was apple it was like apple juice. So I was yeah. like, what do I want apple juice? So like proper like um what would oh, you call crazy. it? Somerset kind of cider. Oh, it was delicious, folks. It was delicious. And their bar was set up in such a good place in the festival because you could sit in the cider bar watching the main stage. 
That is definitely a prime location. I mean, it was good. I got to that age where I don't like standing in the middle of crowds in a festival, so that sounds ideal. That's it, isn't it? I've hit over 30 now, and so yeah, sitting there with a pint of cider, so watching a band that I love. Exactly. Yes, please. Yes, absolutely. I'm trying to think of my highlights, but there were so many. Too many. Too many. Too many to talk about, Roxy. Yeah, too many. Musical highlights or friends highlights? Um, musical, really. I mean, I've got loads of friends highlights. <laughs> I, I could be Let's here not all day. Talk about that. Yes. <laughs> Um, but St. Pierre's Snake Invasion were, they killed it. They're amazing, genre amazing. Oh, who else were amazing? Danger Face. What a name. Oh, I didn't know them. They were, nor did I, and they were incredible. It sounds so, like the kind of band name that Jez from Peep Show would come up with. <laughs> it was exactly Danger that. Face. And they were I like, Danger Face. They were so or good. Or the Bush. Yeah, yeah. They were quite Bush. smart though. They mentioned their name quite a few times. So by the end, you definitely knew it was Danger Face. It's a catchy name. But I was like, yeah, you're good. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind you shouting out your name all the time because you're wicked. So yeah, that was what I've been up to. Shout out to Danger Face. Danger Face. Um... So, do you want to move on to another segment of the podcast? Maybe. Should we move on to Beer of the Month? Beer of the Month. Before we do that, yes. shall we talk about the bar that we're currently in? Yeah, let's do that. Yes. Okay, so we How said... How do we describe it? Industrial. Yes. Because it's a brewery industrial, as well. Industrial, but it's quite homey as well. They've got a corner with really nice sofas. I thought you said horny, homely. No, homely. <laughs> homely means ugly. Homey. Homey. It's homey. very homey. It's yeah. got a little rug. Um, it's very so I'm, I'm going to, I might say something unpopular here, it's oh, a lovely bar, I really like how it looks, but doesn't it, I, I've seen a lot of kind of brewery bars that kind of look like this, in like, yeah. you know, your benches and your Chesterfield sofas and your rugs on the ground, that's not to say that it's not lovely. I mean it's got a good feel hasn't it? Yeah. And no, it's warm. It's very clean. And it's clean, but yeah. yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I I'm do. Not, it's not a slight, it's no, just an no, observation. No. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right, but um, at the same time, it's like, I mean, if you're under an arch, what can you do? I mean, yeah, you know, right. but it's probably not so much, but you can invent. <laughs> and then uh, in, uh, when the weather is not uh, raining, you can go outside, they put benches outside, so it's a lovely little summer jaunt, really. And I then, really well, like actually, I think when I came in, I was talking to the guy, and I think they've got some issues with the neighbours at the moment, uh, so they might not be able to be outdoors for this limited amount of time. Oh, that's late. a shame, because yeah. that was really nice. But indoors is great as well. It is. So everyone is. should come. I, for, for a bar that's basically wedged into an archway, they could be very dark, but this is very bright. It is very um, bright. Really nice decor, um, greenery, they've got plants all yeah, over the place, it's plant. very good. Yeah. Um, so you've got, um, yeah, and the staff were... F- the staff are amazing. Yeah. Lovely, Treated lovely some really staff. nice words, really on. Um, and I was going to say something else. Oh, so what I've noticed is that beers are strong. Okay, well, do, you do, do you want to do a rundown there? I think they have a good variety, to be honest. I mean, Maybe it's that I'm drinking strong beer, then. They have a blueberry lime Berliner Weiss that is only 3.2. Okay, yeah. nice. But what it definitely goes up to a 10%, which is a um, triple IPA. Maybe that's more of a reflection of the beers I drink, then. Oh, yeah. The combo is not kids. <laughs> no, actually, they have an eleven percent one. Oh yeah, an Imperial Stout. Oh, I do like a stout. You're a stout fan, aren't you? Like Stout's not really my cup of tea. Mm, no, good. neither mind. But you know how like you have like a range? So I know I love my pails and my sours. Mm. You love stout. I, I know love Nick stout. loves stout. He does. 
what, I'm not a style person. I think I'm a kind of like um, session IPA. I like a sour, but if it's not too sour, I think yes. it needs to have something to be fruity as well mm. as the sour. Maybe, Sonia, maybe you should discuss the beer that we're currently on. Yeah, actually, your that sounds, yeah, that, and that sounds like my kind of beer because it's got a little bit of sour, but it's also very fruity. What I know it's it mango. So it is a mango guava passion fruit beer. Mm. Um, it's a um, Actually, I've got a pronunciation issue here. Is it goose? I'd say goose. I said yeah. it on the bar and he didn't correct me. I kind of like, I, I would have thought goose, but that is written a different way. G-O-S-E. So, yeah. so probably goes. And it's 4.3, so it's not too strong. And it's, it's really lovely because it's kind of like, it's really fruity, but at the same time, it's not that overwhelmingly yeah. fruity that feels like you're drinking a juice rather than a beer. I think, so it, tastes, I think it tastes a, a lot nice like a, a Solero. Like oh, a yeah. lollipop. That's a good, Do you good, like the ice cream? Yeah. Solera ice cream. Um, I, I'm, it's true. I, I'm not it really does. a big fan of sours personally, so I could probably do a half pint of this. And that's about it. Okay. Yeah, but. And it, it is like a Solera. I think it's The quite color big. definitely is a Solera. And yeah. the color is beautiful. And to be fair, as a starting beer of the day, this is perfect. Yeah, no, I like it. It's, yeah. good, um, it's a good uh, start. It's not too sour. It literally doesn't like stick in your craft. So my problem with sours is that have you ever eaten like too many Haribo? <laughs> and then your throat gets that like kind of weird like <laughs> partly that's done to like an enzyme that like is specifically made to take apart like you know the stuff that your throat's made of oh really yeah and that's the reason why you have like pineapple with a pizza or with ham oh, oh no 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 let's not go there no, no, pineapple no, 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 no. on a pizza is I, just wrong I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not advocating it I'm just saying that that's some why. people do it and apparently that's why but I mean I understand it because it's not called both pineapple on a pizza is wrong like pineapple and cheddar on a stick is I mean sure. that's an 80s party and it's just I mean, right I, I think it's right yes. I'd eat cheese and pineapple, pineapple every day if I could yes. pineapple and a fruit salad Maybe Especially on a cocktail, when you do like the little hedgehog kind of thing. Oh yeah, the hedgehog. Yes. Bring back the pineapple hedgehog. God, you guys might be older than me. I don't, I don't <laughs> well, that. sadly so. <laughs> you know what we cooked the other night? We cooked a pineapple curry. Ooh. I don't know if I'd recommend it. Was there no? like what else was in it? Was it very spicy? What was it? I mean, you'd have. Spice? We had a lot of spice in it because you to have master to. flavor of the pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just put a pineapple in there. I mean, it was quite a bold choice. Well, you know what I mean. You have like a lot of korma with coconut, so why coconut? Yes, and pineapple. Not. Uh, my, my dad Are you discriminating? Put, to be fair, I'd never do it again. My dad would put pineapple in a sweet and sour. Oh, I had you know I would. I think I would, mm. but I would never do not pineapple like, curry again. No, not like a kind of like an Indian curry, was it? Or it was like a oh, was it an Indian curry? Possibly, but it was it was fine. I'm not even sure what Indian curry. Oh, maybe Sri Lankan curry. Head, yeah. And we also uh, had peppers in there and coconut milk. Mm. No, never do that. No, maybe that was a bit too much. Honestly, and I pride myself on cooking, so I was disappointed when this came out like a shitstorm. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> the next day for lunch. Good advice to all our listeners. Given the, descrap- the description of the father you said the next day, I actually thought that you know it caused some issues. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no issues noted. Oh, <laughs> so I think we should move on to yes, probably it is the case. The mum. Should we mom. try another jingle? No. I think um, last episode was jingle jingle heavy. I thought I loved it. I love a little jingle. Okay, I do we'll enjoy your jingles, actually. Should we try it? I'm going to go. Go for it. Beer, beer, beer. Of the month. Month. Okay. 
I mean, I think it needs work. Thanks. I'm not gonna offer any like, you know, input myself. I just like to criticize. Oh, hang on, I need to get I need to get my beer of the month ready, folks. Okay, well Sonia, right, do you know what your beer start? of the month is? Yeah. Right, so my beer of the month was one of those I tried whilst I was in Milan. I went on a little search of craft breweries, because actually um, it's a thing that is growing a lot in uh, in Italy. Um, and there are so many new different shops, some bottle shops, some pubs, Ooh. there are also some very established ones. Um, but it's really nice to see a country like Italy that normally would have just had your standard kind of like Peroni style yeah. lager. Yeah. Actually getting Great really for wine, into, but not for beer. Exactly. Getting really into kind of like uh, experimental beers and trying new things. So my beer of the month, um, mm. it's uh, called Seta Special. Um, Seta actually means silk in Italian. Mm. Oh, okay. And it comes from a little brewery. Uh, from Desio, which is a town not far away from Milan, probably oh. I would say, I don't know, like 20 miles or something like that. And it was a really, really nice, um, kind of like special version of the uh, Blanche beer oh. um, with bergamot, which is the same fruit, I think it is a fruit that mm. is used for Earl Grey tea. Oh, I love so it guy. was really nice and refreshing, especially in an art day. Oh. Um, it was, I really, really enjoyed the fact that it was really fruity and aromatic, but at the same time, not overwhelmingly so, mm. so I really, really enjoyed it. That sounds like a good balance. It does, it? perfect on a hot day in Italy. Yes. Yeah. And is it available in the UK, do you know? I have no idea, to be honest. I think it's quite a small production, but mm, we've got to go why to not Googling <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I know. Actually, cheap, flights to Milan are astoundingly cheap. They but are. But it's just because Milan's a very expensive city, from what I hear. It's not true. I oh, mean, okay. Of course, it is more expensive than some smaller places or if you go to the south of Italy, because in Italy it's a bit kind of like the opposite from the UK in terms of kind of like north-south divide. But still, going up for a nice meal or nice drinks is definitely cheaper than in London. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, I was about to say, I mean, everything relative to the fact that we're actually okay, broadcasting yes. from London. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's say that when I lived in Cardiff, probably it felt pretty much on the same level okay. but at the same time at that point the exchange rate was a lot better now when I'm, I mean the exchange rate with the euro is terrible so yeah. I don't yeah. really get that advantage anymore stay, stay at home <laughs> go to Norwich <laughs> but if you go to a supermarket you can buy really lovely wine for like 5 euros or oh, whatever wow. also because tax on alcohol is a lot lower in Italy than right. in the UK I'm going to go to Milan I know this is the, the one benefit of breakfast is that you'll be able to bring stuff back okay. duty free properly this time well yeah. when I go back to Milan for Christmas because I take my big luggage because I'm basically Santa Claus on the way down from, <laughs> <laughs> from the UK then I, when I when I travel back and my suitcase is pretty much empty I just go to the supermarket and buy a lot of wine and even like gin <laughs> which is like imported from London is still a lot cheaper than the wow. UK because taxes are a lot lower that's nuts that's nuts maybe, that's maybe we should cut this before I find some nice surprises when Maybe. I land that next time at the border control. Sonia, just before we move on to, to Roxy's, what was the name of that beer again? Seta Special. Seta Special. Okay, there we go. Mm, okay, my beer of the month. Beer of the month. I, sorry, I love doing a little jingle. So, uh, pub chocolates this month. I forgot where we were. Where were we? Um, I didn't go again. We were at the <laughs> Dean Swift. Thursday, yes, well Dean done. Swift. And it was lovely. And whilst we were there, we bumped into the guys at Stone and Wood. Okay. And uh, I tried their Pacific Ale, which is a 4.4%. It's like a pale ale. And it was delicious. 
delicious. And it was one of those drinks you could drink quite a lot of it. Really delicious. Yeah, delicious. Delicious. Um, right, so we went down easy. You could do a couple down of pints. Easy. You could do a couple. Did of you pints. do a couple of pints? No, because I always drink half pints. Don't uh, yeah. But I did you have do. four or half pints? Exactly. Then? That was my next question. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I was going to be drinking more, then you could have done. I okay. didn't, but I thought it was a really fresh uh, beer. Chris, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. They're from Oz. Doesn't, that, that doesn't any more need to be said than it was just lovely and I could drink a lot of it. Yeah, definitely go. Okay, there you go. Try um, it. So what was it again? It was. Dun, dun, dun. The Stone and Wood Pale Ale. Stone and Wood Pacific Ale or Pale Ale? Pacific. Pacific Ale. Pacific Ale from Stone Wood. And do you know where they're based? Hmm, I know they're based in Australia. Oh, wow, okay. But, but we did get it in the UK, whenever, so I'm hoping that that's Whenever you say like breweries that I've never heard of, yeah. I just automatically assume they're in London and I'm just a complete No, quiet. I try okay. not to be London, what do you call it, centric? That's fair. We've got so many international listeners. We need to yes. like spread out. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we can start translating the podcast as well. Well, according to the stats, we've got a lot of listeners in Germany. Really? Well, I'm yeah. not offering for that. Good <laughs> bargain. Yeah. If you're listening in the morning. Yes, I, I mean, do we have, like, especially one listener or two listeners in Berlin? I'm not sure how many. <laughs> I might just be one listener just listening over and over again. I bet it was Roxy just went on holiday and just listened to it from there. <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking of our expat pat trotter. Ah, oh, yes. In, uh, um, Patrick. Patrick in, yes. oh, in Berlin. Maybe it's of course, that's it. <laughs> that is course why our listening is, is growing in Patrick's Berlin. Patrick's just got like, set up some kind of like <laughs> robot to just like, keep praying. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> really appreciate that. Um, so your beer of the month? My beer of the month? Yes, please. Okay, so have any of you been to the Howling Hops Brewery in Hackneywick? No. 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 I'm going to be London-centric. Sorry, Roxy. Go for it. So I went to the um, Howling Hops Brewery in Hackneywick. It's right next to the Crate Brewery. Okay. So you might miss it because I think Crate's a bit more uh, prolific. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, I'm not big Actually, I might have been there because I remember going... Is it in the same kind of like yeah, car yeah, park like or square, whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've been yeah, there. Yeah, so they're like almost right next to each other. I don't know if they're in any way affiliated, but Howling Hops uh, Brewery is a really nice place to... Um, we were having a goodbye to our friend who moved to Australia. If Annie's listening, I hope you're enjoying Australia. Um, <laughs> and uh, I tried there because we're going for like a bit of a fruity kind of thing with what we're drinking oh, now, yeah, yeah. with what you were talking about, Sonia. Um, they're Tropical Deluxe, Ooh. Uh, which is an American session peel. I did not write down the ABV. Cool. But I'm not really one for like kind of fruity beers. And this one, I drank maybe four or five pints Oh, of. wow. So it's yeah. a good one. It was really good. I tried all their drinks and then I tried this one and I kept drinking it. Do you what think it's like... Liked? Huh? What is that you liked in particular? Uh, I, I think I think it was just like... So it was kind of like... It was fruity but not like in a sickly way. It was just like you could taste the notes and I could come back for more. So like, for example, this week I had a pint of juice box mm-hmm. and this is no slide on juice, juice, yeah, juice box. Yeah. But they... I can have one pint of that. Um, it's a bit too acidic for me, um, but this was really smooth, really nice, mm. and I could drink a lot of it. Nice. So it is the Howling Hops Brewery's uh, Tropical Deluxe. I would recommend going down there to drink it though, because it's also a lovely spot. Yeah, I think it'd be nice to go down. Also, shout out to Alf, who works at Howling Hops. Does he? Yeah, he's one of our uh, pub trotters friends, so hello. Hello, Alf. <laughs> Thanks for making our beer. <laughs> good, good work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, that was Beer News, Beer News, Beer News. No, that was Beer of the Month. Oh, we're going yes. to Beer News. We're going to Beer News, Holly. Okay, sorry, that was not a good smooth transition. Transition, no. Okay, should we now try <laughs> Beer News? Let's do Beer News. Let's try it.
time for some bear news. Time for some bear news? Bear news. 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 Here's some bear news. Do you want to go? I love a jingle. Love him. Okay, so um, was it you, Roxy, or Sonia who was going to give us their bear news first? I'll go for it. So I came across this article at the Evening Standard about um, a redesigned tube map that's showing the cheapest points um, that are close to underground stations. That's really fascinating. Very useful thing, actually. I thought you were trying to stop being London-centric and you're talking about a a tube map. (laughs) (laughs) All right, maybe we're a bit short on the ground of bear news this month. But have they given a kind of like... Is it, is it just a long list or does it actually look like the London tube map? Um, so this is, a, it's got a visual map. Oh, oh wow, of, so do you actually brought it over? Of uh, the tube map and all the different beers. Pass these out. Um, no, it doesn't really work well on the podcast, I, I know, because it's a visual thing. Well, no, no, but I mean like the London tube map is famous. To so, be honest, yeah, I would say this is not only London centric, but where on earth is the south of London in these maps? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> discriminating got, against the south of London, actually. I think it might have got cut Do we off. all live in the south of London? I do. Yeah, me too. No. No? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Just, can we see any highlights? We're now looking at the map. Let's see what we can see. Um, so I know. Oh, 199, on. a bad light. Where is it? Dun dun dun. The red line and pineapple. You see, this is a major flaw with this map. Go on. So they, where the where the station name should be, they've put the pint yes. and <laughs> and the corresponding price. But they haven't it. actually told you the name of the station. You can't see the station. So I don't know where to get off to get this one pound ninety nine pint or is it bottle. The Red Lion and Pineapple. I'm sure it's a fantastic bar, but I just don't know what the tube station Ooh, is. Oh, yeah, the, no, there is also 189 uh, Rodol's the Oyster Bar, which I think I used to live down that part of London. I think it's um, so it's southwest on the district line, just past Airscourt, going towards Wimbledon. Ooh. I guess a quick fix to this is that you could just Google the pub name and you'd probably get it. I think well, I mean, so. you can just get a normal tube can map I see and have a look. On you? Only yeah, because is it only, yeah, only, yeah, no, this is like the other half ah, of it. See, I see, that's why it's we're, print we're, landscape. We're connecting. So um, I'm looking on the Victoria line because I live around Brixton and it doesn't go all the way to Brixton, but no. I think this is Pimlico and Beck's the Gallery Pub does a 520. 520 is I, the cheapest beer I mean, you can cheap. get. Wow. That's expensive. So, I mean, either they haven't done their research here or. <laughs> I mean, should we be right is the cheapest beer that you can get in the closest pub to the tube. So oh, if the pub is really expensive, right, so then it's literally yeah. the closest beer. So yeah. don't be going to those. Then. That's a lot of money. I tell you what, we should do. We Go should on. try and do some research to see if we can add some addendums to this. Yeah, we should. That'd yeah. be really fun. Do you mean that basically you want to try and go to each single tube station and go to each single pub that. and try and probably do that on the weekends, Sonia. Yeah. yeah. No, no problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> So what's your beer news now? My beer news? Okay, so who's heard of the Area 51 raid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of this one? But I haven't got much info, so okay. don't be expecting much. Well, okay, so here's the thing. You know what Area 51 is, right? The fans or the conspiracy theories in America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. think that aliens yeah, yeah, crashed yeah, yeah. there in the 50s and the government's covered Which it up. Which they did. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Who knows? Ooh. Nobody knows. Aliens exist. I imagine probably not, though. This is just an Air Force base in the middle of the Nevada desert. <laughs> so these guys, this like uh, Facebook or YouTube personality, I don't know who it is, but he has uh, put up like a petition or some kind of like crowdsourcing thing. Oh, is it like a big event? Like everyone yeah, goes yeah, down yeah. the Area so 51 I think, I think, all together? Yeah, yeah, it says uh, Storm Area 51 hyphen, they can't stop all of us. 
And then I think the subsection of that is let's see them aliens. <laughs> so, so the um, so the, that's that's the, the setup. Right, great setup. So, I like this start. <laughs> Bud Light um, have decided to wade into this for right. some for some reason, um, and they've said uh, that they do not endorse the rating of this Area 51 base. And I'm oh. not sure that anybody was asking their no. their opinion. No. Um, Bud Light though. No. Right. <laughs> so Bud Light, and then and then later on, Bud Light said, "Actually, screw it. Um, free beer for any alien who gets out of Area 51." And they've even designed like new labels, oh, like I Area like 51 this. labels, and they're trying to just get on board this viral kind of marketing thing, right? But it's kind of backlashed on them oh. because the amount of people commenting saying, um, you know, how Bud Light basically weakest beer you can yeah. probably imagine it's not um, my favourite beer yeah no, I mean it's beer news I didn't say it was good beer news yeah um, <laughs> the news is quality I think my first beer news was about Carlsberg as well I so I'm getting so, a bit yeah. of a beer like, shit shit beer news <laughs> but, but and the Corona was my second one Jeez. yeah I got it fair enough so um, but people have kind of backlashed it's watery beer they said oh I feel like in the middle of the desert people would need some water <laughs> <laughs> kind of just like um yeah, so it's uh, so it's jumping on that bandwagon. I think if you want to raid Area 51, although we don't condone it because you'll probably get shot, um, I think it's 20th of September or something like that. Ooh. You also have to get to Nevada. I mean, yeah, yeah. quite far. Yeah. Lovely beer news. Good. Yeah, that was interesting. Right, so more than news, my beer news is a bit of a trend in beer consumption. Ooh. So I was talking about Italy with like growing consumption of beer and microbreweries. Yeah. And I read so this and I couldn't believe it. Um, so in Italy, um, we've seen like 500% more consumption of beer in the last 10 years. So oh, wow. that is a massive trend. Whilst in the UK, interestingly, um, the volume of beer sold has fell by a third in the last 12 years. Wow. Apparently, it's like underneath, woohoo, and here comes the um, former Ooh. statistician. It's like um, <laughs> there are two trends um, under these. One is that people are actually spending more on beer, but drinking yeah. less because oh, people are kind of so like getting into quality. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's kind of like it's becoming more expensive, but it's also like instead of drinking your 10 carlings, sorry, maybe I shouldn't kind of like name. No, but, no, you can't. You know, it's like everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's like you only have like two pints, but you have two pints of a very, very nice, nice beer. Pints, yeah. That's how I drink. That's my pattern. Yeah. I'll drink nice beer, but less of it. The other one is that young people, so yeah. um, unfortunately that doesn't include us anymore. What? Um, Where do they draw the line? 18 to 24. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, very sad. <laughs> um, like one in 10 are switching to sobriety, so it's oh, kind of like yeah. one in 10 think university students are not going to go like to the students' union and just shot Jager bombs. Yeah, but how much glue are they huffing? I, I <laughs> don't know. Honestly, I just don't know what these kids do all the day if they don't drink. But other, apart from that, it's kind of like, this is like leading a trend of drinking less beer, obviously, Ooh. but also drinking more of the new, um, kind of like no or low alcohol beers. Yeah. Oh. So they've seen an increase of like 30% in the last oh, that's few years. Yeah. yeah. And actually, talking about uh, this, there is uh, obviously kind of like a growth in the market and there are some interesting things happening. So for example, in London, there is this Nirvana brewery 
mm. which only brews um, kind of like near to zero percent alcohol. What, beers. just purely? They don't do any others? Uh, no, they just purely do oh, non alcoholic wow. beers. Oh, wow. And they're also doing a kind of like um, blind tasting. Ooh. Um, I can't remember exactly where and when, but I think it's something that is going to happen. What was the name the of the week. brewery again? Nirvana. Nirvana. Oh, yeah. so that's a clever. It's yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 But do you know what it suggests? What's it suggest? It suggests that like beer with alcohol is Nirvana. Yes. Or maybe without, I don't know. Saying about your nudes, I was thinking there's a festival called Slam Dunk, and usually it brings in a younger crowd. Mm -hmm. Again, it's a a punk festival. Um, But but what my friends are saying who went was actually all the um, bars were empty. So everyone around our age could get loads of beer. Um, I'm just being told that there's also a lot of kids. But I understand that there was also loads of energy bars, Ooh, like so energy drinks. It's kind of like kids are getting into all the kind of like healthy trends, right. but at the same time keeping up at night by drinking a lot of caffeine in their healthy energy drinks. That's it. I mean, I don't know if energy drinks are healthy particularly, but I guess it was it was a good sign or of well, your you've news. What, you've heard what the government have done now? What the government done? They've banned the sale of energy drinks to under 16s. I'm, yeah. in, I'm in agreement. Me too. I do, I do, because it's kind of like, it can really be uh, quite dangerous for your health because it's a massive amount of caffeine. Uh, why, why, can't my, why can't my toddler not have Red Bull on her Cocoa Pops? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not, no. No, I don't have a toddler either. <laughs> I should never be a parent. <laughs> I'm sure that would be a really bad choice because then it will keep you up all night by crying and jumping this around. Is what, this is why I'm really looking forward to my sister having a kid. <laughs> she's yeah, she's like got married last year Aww. and I expect one's going to be on the way at some point in the near future and I'm just going to take that child fill it full of Skittles and Red Bull and just hospital pass it back to her parents <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't worry I'll spoil her though okay. her or him if, if I ever have children you're not allowed to babysit oh yeah that's a correct choice <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was our beer news beer news beer news, beer news. We have to get consistent with this jingle, guys. It's different every time. <laughs> I love a different jingle. Um, so we're, we're going to stop here because we're going to have a chat uh, with Floris from Brew by Numbers. Mm, look forward to it. Woo, woo, woo. So uh, watch your space. That's coming up now. Okay, so we are here with Floris. Who, uh, where, what is your position at Brew by Numbers? So I, I handle all retail at Brew by Numbers. Oh, so wow. uh, both our tap rooms in Bourbonsey and uh, now in, in Peckham as well. So uh, yeah, so in charge of developments, also take some shifts once in a while, and uh, yeah, making sure all, everything's running smoothly, basically. Fantastic. So, I have to say, it looks like you run a pretty tight ship. Ah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We send them um, something we ask everybody just before they come along and we start talking about the bar. What was the first beer that you've ever tasted? Um, First beer I ever tasted was probably some some really bad stuff back in the Netherlands. So micro lager, you know, you, with your mates, uh, you're 15 or something. Right? But actually, no, there's one more memory I have uh, about beer, well, more positive one. So when my parents and I, as a younger bloke, uh, 13 years old or something, we went on holiday with a car in the tent, and this time went to Czech Republic, and went hiking or something, and. Yeah. Got home, no, I got back to the to the camping, and my dad would always go to the, 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 the camping 
Bob Bar. Do you have in, in in the Czech Republic? Do they have like? Bars set up just purely for campsites, or yeah, yeah, no, well, that was just again, it was like the little house, the little building, <laughs> yeah, and they, they had amazing. like a tap, yeah, and and he would get like a local fresh Czech pilsner. I knew nothing about beer because I was 13 year old, years old, but yeah, of course, just my, right, just right, yeah, my, my dad, <laughs> I was exhausted from a long day, 35 degrees outside, and he would have me uh, give me a sip, and like. It's tasty. Yeah, no, at that time I, I noticed like okay, this, I can see why people drink beer. This, uh, this, this is nice, but you know, a bit too young to do this, but uh, uh, yeah. What a lovely so memory. You saw your future yeah. in yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't yeah. beer until I was like uh, 20 years old. <laughs> then in, in high school, you know, you start drinking uh, the, the cheapest stuff you can find, of, of course. course yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, that's a lovely memory. In, in, in yeah. Holland, what is the uh, cheap beer? Uh, no, we have a beer called Schultenbrau. It's from the little, uh, it's like 40 cents for, for a half liter can. Uh, a legend says it's only best enjoyed warm. So. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you could do a lot of damage with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I would not recommend it. No. <laughs> All right, nice one. Well, I mean, we were talking a bit more about, um, that was your first experience with beer. But obviously now that you've immersed yourself in the beer world, mm -hmm. you're doing all this stuff with beer, Brew by Numbers, um, what would be your beer of choice? It doesn't have to be from Brew by Numbers, but maybe your boss would like it if it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, maybe, maybe, maybe two, I would say two things about this. So Brew by Numbers wise, I think we, some beers, well, we've been experimenting with new styles lately and um, you know trying some different things. And what I personally wanted for a long time was uh, a bit more sour, fruited sour uh, kind of things. And, um, with our brew kit, it's, it's very difficult to make because uh, it's, it's a really old brew kit converted from dairy equipment. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, no, it's still the, it's the original brew kit from six and all years ago. So basically, it's just a couple of tanks and with some welded things welded on it and just some pumps in between. Oh wow! Um, and that's how we brew beer. It works really well, but um, it modern. So, so it doesn't have things like uh, if, you, if you want to keep the temperature at a certain uh, yeah point. It's very difficult for us to do. Uh, for example, sours, they, in this case kettle sours, is you, you sour the beer before you ferment it, right. before you boil it, and that means it takes like a day, sometimes two days to, to sour the beer with, with the help of bacteria, mm. and they really prefer 35 degrees-ish, right. which is difficult to ma maintain for us. So we, we found some, some ways around it, all different bacteria, a bit more, uh, we can use different temperatures, so now we're making sours again. Yeah, not too sour yet. A lot of experimentation then to get it right. Yeah, well, with our kit, it's it, just trying to make the best out of it, the most out of it. And um, so now we made the, the first one was the mango guava passion fruits. Uh, uh, I think that was what we were drinking earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really nice. I really yeah. enjoyed it because it was fruity but not too fruity. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, there's a there's a lot of fruit in there, so it's 200 grams per liter, which is you know. For every yeah, there's a lot, a lot of fruits, you know. So yeah. it, it's not a very so. Hang on, you have to drink five liters to get your five a day. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, kind of. I think that's also maybe not the best idea. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that one is, is of course. I really like that. I hope, hope we can keep doing these kind of things. And personally, I really like um, you know lambics, the Belgian style uh, They're sour. So so we went back home to Netherlands actually last weekend and. Uh, I'm not in the Netherlands that often, but uh, it's a lot easier to go to Brussels uh, from the Netherlands. And so on, on the Monday, the last day, I just snuck out to get train to Brussels. So a nice day. And oh. <laughs> back. Sorry, sorry, parents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to go. Yeah, so that, if, that's 
that will always keep my stay my, my favorite style. So, uh, is there any uh, particular that you've tasted? Um, we try to like put it in so we can like say to people try oh, yeah. this beer. Uh, so, um, I think what I always have there when I'm in, in Brussels at, at the source at Cantillon is, is the Lupepe from Vasa. This is I think that's such a freaking amazing beer. Yeah. It's really hard to find outside of the, the tap room, um, but. Uh, GD doesn't make here, you know, because it, it's low quantity. Everyone wants to have it, you know. They don't produce much. Uh, so when I when you get a chance, I always get a bottle and uh, share it. <laughs> Very specialist beer, then. Yeah, like exactly, exactly. I like that. Well, definitely worth the trip. Uh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. There's always a reason to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we are in Brew by Numbers. Mm -hmm. This isn't your first location, though. No. No. So yeah, we opened here in February, early February this year. Um, and you know, because we're based in Bermondsey, we still are, and that's where we still open our tap room. Actually, we have a, a warehouse there and a brewery site and two different sites on one street, so four doors away from each other. And um, yeah, the, the warehouse is also a tap room Wednesday through Sunday, and on Saturday we open the brewery as well, so people can look at the stainless steel. And yeah, the <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, I have to say, an amazing like, kind of location. I've been, you know, there's a lot of like brewery bars in Archways mm -hmm. that you see, yeah. um, but I really like the kind of clean aesthetic it can come with, I and mean, it just looks really warm and homey. Yeah. And, um, but uh, is there any particular reason why you think people should come to this particular Archway brewery bar? Well, kind of. What I want to, if I look at it from my own point of view, why do I go to bars? It's not only so I can try a beer, but also because I want to have a chat with the staff or with other people. And uh, it's something, it's for me the most important because, you know, budget wise, we didn't have a huge budget to open this place. And uh, so, how do I attract people then? It's just by being very welcoming, very uh, just giving good service, having a chat with everybody, and of course making sure the beer is in, in, in really good condition. Um, so, because uh, when I go to a bar and, and I see someone uh, giving me a beer, just, just a grumpy face and then you should be like, all right, I'm staying for one, next, yeah, the next place. Yeah, not the same feeling. No. As soon as you walk in here, you're welcomed. There's always someone to chat to about beer. Mm. Um, I've met a lot of people that come here regularly and we talk about the beer um, and the events going on. Yeah. No, it's yeah. funny that you say that because actually we, we, probably for our listeners, um, we came here midday in the middle of a thunderstorm. Yes. Um, so it was chucking it down. Um, we've probably referenced this before, but we came in um, and I think it was just me and Sonia in the bar at the start. Walk up, great chat with Floris and uh, your friend at the bar as well. Um, really great atmosphere, mm. despite nobody being here. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is like a first. I mean, yeah. I got here first completely drenched with my bike and <laughs> you didn't even know that I was one of those guys uh, for the podcast and you just let me come in, take my bike in. Uh, so I really felt like, you know, it's kind of like... Saw, we also saw a big group come in here uh, yeah. <laughs> on like the middle of like a, a must be a pub. Is there like a, like a kind of a well, normally there's, there's usually in, in Bermondsey uh, mm -hmm. that's where the real beer, beer mile is. But to be honest, there's, well, there's a couple of places you can go to in, in Peckham as well, of course. Mm -hmm. So there's Brick Brewery, there's the Goldsnell's Meadery, there's the, the, the Kampai, the, the Sake guys, and then you can go down to Dulwich, uh, Hoppers and Black, you know. So maybe maybe they're doing that, but maybe they just wanted a, a quick beer before they have the next activity. <laughs> <laughs> usually it's really rammed in here. 
Like, oh yeah, yeah, no. I mean, you also got to get the, the time of day. Yeah. We purposefully pick earlier in the day so we don't have uh, a lot of background noise when we're recording. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's, it sounds like um, you guys are like really making progress and like expanding. And, uh, yeah. Well, that's the idea. So. Um, Basically, our bourbon tea brewery is just getting too small for us. So uh, we have our fermentation tanks are 5,000 liters big, uh, and our brewery can only brew like two and a half thousand liters at a time. So if you want to fill one of those, that's we do need to do two brews to fill one tank. And it's just uh, and also these really arches they go like how do I say this in English? It, they did well. They arc inside. So if you have a tall fermentation tank, you can't go straight at the yeah, wall. Yeah, you can't like stack them all the way back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you have a square like a normal roof and a normal wall, that's much easier to uh, to build, to put a brewery in. So yeah. it's just getting too small. So when we move to a different place, we will build a tap room there as well. And our current brewery will be a larger tank. Probably a tank bar or something like that. Okay. It's really so, exciting that you go from like, go from quite a DIY kind of setup. Yeah. The, and how you go from that to exactly. Yeah, exactly. Incredible. Watch watch this space. You're going to see some exciting things from yeah, yeah, the numbers. I, I hope so. <laughs> Doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, before we actually came here, I've, I've, I've heard um, a bunch about through my numbers, but I think you need to watch watch this space. So the last one is about this beer, I think. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shall I do a little counting? So Flores, you very kindly give us some half pints here to enjoy, a bit of a taster yeah. of a beer that you've selected. Yeah. Um, because you wanted to tell us put us out of our misery. <laughs> what beer are we drinking? Oh, no. oh hang on, I want to do some Yeah, you, 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 you guys to guess what it is, because yeah. this, oh, is, this is not the easiest one to find out, because it's a bit of a unique beer, I would say. Why don't you put me in, in charge of the question and I've already fucked <laughs> 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 it a bit of a... Smelly, it's herby. That was the first thing I noticed. I was kind of like, yeah. that's a smelly beer. So I think I got an idea, but it could be completely wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm getting the flavors of like lime? Lime. No, no lime. No lime? Ah. Is it the yeah. um, gooseberry one? No. No, that's so not it was wrong. Yeah. So, what do you think yeah, of Roxy? All I've got is herb. And oh, oh, what is that? Um, ah! It's, it's about time you came up with an answer. Uh, is it time? Is it time? <laughs> no, it, it is also not time. Go on, Boris. What is um, it? So it is the navel purper, which is a okay. If we, I'm going to screw this one up. It's a barrel-aged buckwheat grisette with lavender and aronia berries. Oh. Right, there you go. Oh. Oh. Fragrant bouquet. Yeah, yeah, it's really strange. John. So this pretty old beer. Old. I think it was brewed in 2017 or something. Put in a barrel for a year. Um, a fresh oak barrel uh, with, with a blend of uh, uh, lactobacillus and lactobacteria and peritonomyces, um, which is the really so it, it, this, this keeps aging, keeps evolving uh, for, for a while. So I would hear that, like, you know, whiskey in a barrel, yeah, wine in a barrel, mm -hmm. yeah, beer in a barrel, yeah. aging, yeah, yeah. So, well, you can do many things, so um, it, because you basically there's so many barrels out there, so many different beers out there, you can just make try different things. And um, in this case, I, oh, actually, I'm not sure if it's a fresh barrel. So, you, what, what the barrel does is it adds uh, flavor from, from the barrel itself. Um, it could be the oak in the, from the barrel, but also just what's been in there before. So, if it's a, if it's a bourbon barrel, you use bourbon barrel, you might get some vanilla -y flavors, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, this is, I think, in, in a white wine barrel. But um, and what, what, what you can also do is you can add different uh, different. Uh, bacteria and, and, and or, or 
different type of yeast in there, and uh, so the flavor changes as well. Because uh, well, yeah, when you brew a beer, you ferment it with regular beer yeast. There's always some sugar left, right? Yeah. And because uh, regular beer, beer yeast can't eat that sugar. That's that's your body. This is the sweetness. And uh, when you add more, when you add a yeast called Peptidomyces, they can eat that. They do it really slowly. So it needs to age for a couple of months or even a year. Uh, and it just changes the flavor. So you get these horse blankets kind of farmhouse flavors. And uh, so that's what happened this one. It was already a bit of a strange beer to start with. Uh, and th this is a brewery from Netherlands, uh, from Nijmegen. Um, yeah, we had a Teptic over here, well, not in our, in our uh, Bourbon Sea Tap room about a year ago, not even a bit longer maybe. And um, yeah, the guys, are, uh, the guys are great, you know. And um, uh, he, they go into the forest to uh, to forage some some stuff, some berries, and they just put it in there. <laughs> I think well, he tasted it, can't you? Yeah. This farmhouse beer is mm. what you called it. I think that's a lovely name mm. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's usually what they call uh, well, we, what we call uh, beers. We use Brettanomyces, just aged beers. Mm. And uh, I, I chose this because it's really quite unique in flavor and in you know what they did with it as well. So um, I was about to say actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've had a couple of beers of the, you know, that we tested. I've done three of these now. Yeah. That's by far and away the most flavorful one. Hmm. It's. It I, is. I would say it's maybe not more like it's not more flavorsome, but it's definitely the more complex one, the most complex mm. one that we had. I was yeah. thinking like a summer wedding. I hate champagne. I hate prosecco. You could do this. Yes. It's definitely, I was thinking like a celebratory it's something of wine, mm. which probably is because it's aged in a barrel. Maybe, yeah. 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 Could be, but yeah, it's, it's something like a missing link almost, but it, <laughs> it's still beer, you know. It's, a Sasquatch? It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, but it, it, it's not your regular, uh, you do, not the flavors you expect from a beer. So that's why it's nice, you can, if you have the time, because this beer takes a long time to make, because you, otherwise you won't get those flavors if you, if you drink it fresh. So actually, I had two kegs of this. The, yeah. the first one I put on last year, and uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was gone. And I saved one for because you know, let's see what happens if I leave it another year. And Ooh. I put it on uh, like a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, really different. Exactly. So there, there you go. So there's a hot tip: get on the brew by numbers and pack them if you want to try this beer. The last <laughs> yeah. keg is on now. Get it quick. <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah, because uh, it was weird. Because the first time I tried this, okay. I saw, uh, I looked at it, what is it? So, aronia berries, it's like a Nordic berry, and then there's lavender in there. Mm. And I was like, oh, well, it tastes like cinnamon, like a grandma's cookie or something. Yes. And it's like, where is this coming from? And it's, so, it I, is I don't know where I pulled yeah. yeah. lime from, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. These, these, all these esters are created in the, in, in the, in the process, uh, in the fermentation process, but also by adding different uh, fruits, or in this case, you know, flowers. Yeah, <laughs> and I berries, like it. Uh, and, uh, it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, and, and it, it, you don't. Uh, the, yeah, maybe the, the combination of flavors makes it taste like something completely different. Mm. Uh, and it's and it's seasonal, really, isn't it? It's like perfect mm. this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. See, I wouldn't have said that. Oh, would you know? I would have said spring. That reminds oh, me of spring. Okay. Yeah. That beer. Yeah. I kind of agree with you yeah. there. Yeah. Fair well, ah, too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lars, it, it has been an education, actually. Um, yeah, probably the most I've learned from the fermentation process and all that stuff. Um, I guess there's only one thing left to say, Roxy. Cheers! Yeah. Yeah, cheers! Cheers! So that's it this month. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Sonia, Niall, and of course, Flores and Food by Numbers. It's been a great time. Thanks so much. Cheers, yeah, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, bye. Cheers! Thank you.